0: homosexuals. The homosexual view of sodomy, we participate in the act of sodomy as we live a homosexual lifestyle, men having sex with men, because God made us this way, so call us gay, which means happy. God's view of sodomites. Before we begin to investigate the preposterous claim, that God made men to lust sexually after other men, and the ridiculous notion that it is a normal way of acting, let me say this. I worked in the exclusive back bay of Boston from 2008 to 2009. The contractor worked primarily for the homosexual community in that area. Amazing properties and amazing people. Most of the time I was by myself as a finisher. On the first day, the owner introduced me to his partner, which I assumed was a business partner, but as I noticed them cook, clean and interact with each other, I began to realize that he meant sexual partner, not because anything seemed inappropriate, but because of their conversation and sensitivity to each other. After working with those folks for over a year, I have to say that by and large, they were the most intellectual, gracious and sincere men I have ever met. They never threw innuendos at me, or made me feel uncomfortable because they were way too classy for that. I have honestly never had more thought-provoking, sensitive and exhilarating conversations as I had with them. I have always been sensitive like that my whole life, howbeit I am a heterosexual. Most men that I have conversations with use one or two, word answers, usually opinionated without any credible support and obstinate to any contrary opinion. Lunkheads. Sorry guys, truth hurts. I gained a true respect for their commitment to each other, and their high standards in everything they did and said. These were some of the most beautiful properties along the Charles River that I have ever worked on, and they were some of the most beautiful people that I have ever been fortunate to get to know. On the other hand, I became a believer in 1986 and moved to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Every summer the homosexual community would have a parade down Main Street in Hyannis. I have never in all of my life seen such a disgusting display of inappropriate and deviate words and actions from these almost naked degenerates. With hundreds of parents with children and babies enjoying the summer festivities, these vulgar and thoughtless perverts would chant for hours using a bullhorn, we're here, and we're queer. We're here and we're queer. We're here and we're queer. After the parade they would gather at a platform set up on the green for the rest of the day blasting music and portraying the act of sodomy with what little cloths they had on. I remember thinking to myself, how can the city allow this? So, regardless of my feelings one way or the other toward this group, let's investigate God's view on what they are involved in and decide for ourselves what his opinion is. As a country that declares that we are, one nation under God, it should be a concern. So, let's go. So, God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them, Gen 1 Man was made in God's image and after his likeness, Words to express the same thing and making each more expressive. It denotes the nearest resemblance of any visible creature. In the likeness of his Creator, Christ is the only express image of God, having the same divine nature. God's image on man describes the nature of the soul, the Spirit God breathed into them. It is an intelligent and immortal soul which is an influencing active spirit, influencing us to do good and influencing others to believe Christ, and is an active power to our understanding and our will. As God is ruler, so is man, let him have dominion. We were created to have dominion over life, and represent God on earth by our life. God is purity, and so is man, with knowledge and righteousness which is true holiness. To serve God without hesitation and in obedience to all things, like Adam before the fall. This is us, the way God made us. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone, I will make him and help meet for him, Gen one eighteen. God made he a woman, and brought her unto the man, Gen 1:22 God made Adam, then God created a woman to care for him and brought her to him. This was God's design at creation and became the law of nature. Adam was created out of the earth and Eve was created out of Adam. It is God's nature to propagate the human race to continue. Be fruitful and multiply as to replenish the earth. This natural nature of God was also seen throughout all of creation, animals, fish and birds. God's real problem with Adam is that he listened to his woman instead of God. God was furious with Adam's disobedience in eating the apple. He hearkened unto the woman instead of hearkening to God, and obeying Him. But she was created perfectly, if I may add, to satisfy his sexual desires among others. Thank you, God, for creating such a perfect companion. Through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped the creature more than the Creator. For this cause God gave them up to their vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, a reprobate mind, to do that which is not convenient. Knowing the judgment of God, that they that commit such things are worthy of death, not only do them, but have pleasure in them, room 1 24 to 28 and 32. The Apostle Paul declares, that because of the lust of their own hearts, that men burned in lust one to another. These are called unnatural lusts. God calls it a natural lust to be tempted by our flesh for the opposite sex, but calls it unnatural to lust after the same sex. The picture we get here is that as we continue to lust after ungodly temptation, we are given over to it. By embracing the evil, it ends up becoming who we are, and is actually a type of judgment and bondage that we can't get out of. People begin to come under strong delusion which sets Satan loose on them. This becomes a desperate condition with fatal symptoms which follows with disease and the like. The fault is to be laid at their own feet, for at the lust of their own hearts they did pursue. They wanted it, and they got it. The particular instances here of their unclean and vile affections are their unnatural lusts. This is what the pagan nations were involved in, showing what wickedness there is in the nature of man. How abominable and wicked is man. It is a reprobate mind that involves with these abominations, a willfulness in the grossest sins, here called a reprobate mind, isodokomo noun, a mind void of all sense and judgment to discern things so they can't distinguish right from wrong. The reprobate mind is a blind, scared conscience, past feeling. To do things which are not convenient. This phrase is expressive of the grossest enormities, things that are not agreeable to men, but contradict the law of nature. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust, and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death, Jah 1 14 and 15. This is how it begins, not only with homosexuality, but any sinful practice. The fault clearly lies upon the one perpetrating the evil, as they are enticed by their own lusts. At some point of involvement, we are given over to a reprobate mind, and begin justifying it, and come under strong delusion, able to say that God made me this way. It is rebellion to God and His Word, plain and simple and ends in death and as we will see in these scriptures which are to follow we call down the judgment of God upon ourselves but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly ge 13, 13:13 13. and the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven and he Abraham looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace ge 19:24 and 28 turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes condemning them with an overthrow, making them an example, but these, shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way, and are gone astray, 2 p 2 6 15. So, now it should be obvious to us all that God is not the author of this lifestyle, and does not condone it in any way, shape or form, God is most definitely against it homosexuality is not an alternative lifestyle that should be afforded the bond of holy matrimony, but a deviant, unnatural, lust of the flesh that desires to be satisfied. It is not normal in any sense of the word, for it is against nature. When the activists declare, we're here, and we're queer, we're here, and we're queer, we're here, and we're queer, they are giving a true description of their act of sodomy. It is queer, strange, weird, not normal. They choose to refer to themselves now as gay which means happy. How can an adjective like gay be used to as a noun replacing sodomites? It is a perversion of the English language by people who pervert the natural way of life. I feel like the word gay has been stolen from the English dictionary and now means something other than what it was intended to. I can't even sing my Flintstones theme song anymore and have a gay old time. Now it seems disgusting, I envision a room full of sodomites engaging in it. Yuck. The way to become free of this bondage is the same as any that involve themselves in ungodly acts. repent and turn from committing them. Ask Christ to be your Savior, turn from your ungodly sin, and live a Christian lifestyle. Easy, right? That's all it takes. Who do you think you are?